I'm recording. None of the mics are in the way. That's always a good thing. Bunch of people here. Cortez, let me know when you want me to put it closer. Thank you. <clears throat> what up, everybody? What's up? What's up? <coughs> Hello. Um, I have to get the mic just a little bit closer. Okay. Yeah, you should be fine right there. Okay. Let's talk a little. Speak up. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Um. Welcome everybody to another episode of the UN Geodesy Podcast, uh, episode 38, 38, wow, 38 episodes, huh, time went just by fast. Just 38? Well, you've been doing it for a minute, bro. Uh, I think I've missed maybe two. Okay. And then I have some extra ones from doing uh, episodes <laughs> on a weekend, on Saturday, for fight fans, so yeah. I mean, you know, 38 weeks. There was one or two that didn't come through that we lost. Actually, we lost about two or three at one point where it didn't fall through. So, yeah, so 38. Uh, today is, that's right, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, uh, baby. 2019, 2019, man. Cinco de Mayo, 2019. Uh, you don't celebrate that at all, do you? <laughs> um, not really, no. I just feel... If I wasn't on crutches, would I go out? Um, I'd probably just go out and do open mics like I normally do. Yeah. And then I may have like a drink or two. Mm -hmm. But I'm not like a super big partier. Not anymore. I never have really been, you know, like there's on occasion I like to go out, but yeah. it's not really my bag, man. Parties where uh, we drink so much, and I'd wake up in the morning, and people were crying. Uh, there would be vomit everywhere. The keg would be, you know, pretty much almost empty. Uh, you know, friends. Party friends would be like, uh, like life-changing type of friendship parties, to where like I can't believe somebody we would do that. And they're like, I was drunk. <clears throat> the, you know, parties where people don't see each other the same anymore. <laughs> That's the real deal, dude, yeah. You know, I just have a few drinks and then, you know, go home. You know, maybe I'll get drunk, but, you know, no, nothing prolific, dude. I'm, I'm pretty boring, man. Uh, by the way, everybody, this is Jorge Cortez. What's up, everybody? You've been on the podcast before. What episode were you on? I do not recall. One of the early ones, though. Weren't you on here yeah. with the... Uh... I was here with a few people. Yeah, you were here for one of the party think Olivia Pascal might have been here. Were you here? No. Or no, uh, Elmira. Um, yeah, Elmira. Is that how you say her name? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I thought her name was Ellie, Ellie, Ellie something. The, con the comic stripper though, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought her name was Ellie something. And it turns out it's not Ellie. And now she's on stage using a different name. And I was like, that wasn't your name originally. Anyway, she was here. Uh, that chick that got pregnant. Yeah. Who was like a comic for like a month, and then she got pregnant. Juno. Juno. <laughs> Juno. Straight up, man. Juno, Juno. bro. Um, they were cool. No, they were cool. I mean, yeah. they had their little things on stage, and it, uh, but they disappeared. I think she's still doing comedy, actually. Well, Ellie is. I, I loosely I follow her, her on Instagram, yeah. I see her on improv. She's 
Dude, I think she opens at people's rap shows and shit. She's kind of like forging her own path. She's she's interesting, dude. I would like I would be down to go see her. You know, like one of those things because she's she's pretty funny, man. Naturally, I mean, I, I haven't really paid a lot of attention to her stand up, yeah. but her as a person, she's pretty out there, man. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she's pretty silly, man. Yeah. She says some silly jokes. Um, I know the other chick who's pregnant. I know she'll be coming back to comedy. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. She says she wants to. But, you know, having a kid, being a single mother now, I don't know if she's going to be able to... Balance it. Balance it, yeah. Um, but you were on here with uh, Jordan. Jordan Mack. Jordan Mack, yeah. Yeah, you are on here with one of those. Uh, and Scott Worley. And Scott Worley. Scotty. Have you talked to Scott? Uh, not really. I think uh, he invited me to brunch last time I talked to him, and then uh, we weren't able to get together. I think I was busy or something, but... Oh, Scotty. Oh, Scotty. Oh, Scotty. I talked to him, too. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure how long he's taking a break from comedy, but he is slowly coming back to his own, and he wants to come back and do the podcast again. I think he's doing shit in Dallas. Comedy w- When he can, yeah. I think that's where Scotty's at. Exactly. He told me he doesn't have a car. Yeah. He's working on getting a vehicle. Yeah. Scott, Scotty's grinding right now. Can we... Anyway. Thoughts and prayers to Scotty. Good luck, Scotty. And to, and to Juno. And to Juno. <coughs> She's like ready to pop. I think like another few months. We're not even having kids, man. You don't have any kids, do you? I don't have any kids. Let's start. Come on, Lana. Yeah, I don't have any, any <laughs> you, you ready, Rudy? You ready for kids? Yeah, I already have two. God damn, bro. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming this summer, actually. It's going to be really hard for me to do comedy while they're here, but I'm going to see what I can do about Batson now. You're I bet. just have to cut back to like maybe two, two a week. Your kids, dude. You know what I mean. You're only gonna have that, that, yeah. that time, you know. Once yeah, and, and then yeah, they'll be here in the summertime. I'm actually thinking about um, taking like what's that family leave of absence from work, so that uh, I can just spend all summer with them. But then I don't know how I'd get income. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Party hard with yeah, your kids. You're with daddy. <laughs> There's a lot of shit you can do for free. You can save up enough for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we never do. We never save up enough for that. How's the. Uh, what's going on with you? With you? What's going on with the comedy life? Um, just trying to. I've been going up, man. I took like a month off, mm-hmm. a week before surgery and two weeks after, and then I started doing sets again. Um, we'll see how that plays out long term. But, you know, that's what I do, man. I like to do stand-up, so I don't want to get, like, take too much time off of it, but... But you were like, yeah, you didn't take that much time off at all from stand-up. Nah, because it's, like, that's, like, uh, that's my safe place, dude. If I... <coughs> if I'm not doing stand-up, bro, I'm probably gonna fucking go crazy, so... I yeah. got I gotta, I gotta go up. Um, I can imagine how that would make you crazy. Yeah. April was kind of, it was a busy month for me. I was very fortunate to... You know, have every weekend uh, booked to do something. Mm-hmm. Kind of wore me out because, um, you know, my mouth was writing checks. My body couldn't really cash, but I still got out there and did my best to do it. Oh, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, I can do all that stuff. And then next thing you know, your body's all like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, after the. I can't go on this. Yeah. Tired. After the first weekend in Fort Worth, because, like, leading up, dude, I did six. 
I did six nights that week. I fucking went up Sunday all the way to Saturday and then five shows over the weekend on crutches. So I was pretty fucking smoked, dog. Some of them were paid gigs, right? Those were paid, but you know. No, I mean, open mics leading up practicing and then working at Hyenas, yeah, I got paid. I had to do that because I had to get some dough Mm -hmm. because I'm not working, but. um, And then the following weekend, I did Dallas and I think I did five nights that week out. And then the last week, I did Plano and I think I did another five nights. And then the week after, I did Greenville. And then I think Mikey B got a got something set up in Greenville, so I went out there with Luis Juarez and Tony, oh, okay. uh, Casillas, and Mikey B, and we all went out there and uh, you know, shout out, shout out to my dudes, shout, which, shout which out to I my daddies. Yeah, you gotta have them for sure. Well, Tony, Tony, I scheduled him for next Sunday. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And he's actually gonna be on with a, a radio personality. Fuck yeah. He's a radio personality on 92.5. You know, they have a 92.5. They have a show on Saturday. And uh, it's the John Clay Wolf show. But he's like one of the... Uh, I think he's the producer. Maybe not the producer. But he helps out. And he does a, a bit on the radio called uh, White, Black, Latino, or Other. Okay. Where they try to guess the race, ethnicity of a crime. Like, they'll be like, you know... This person committed a crime, and this is what they did. That was dumb. Like, what do you think they were? Oh shit! White? Were they black? Were they Latino or other? And they try to be like, oh, well, can we get some clues about where it's from? And sometimes he's like, I can't tell you where it's from. It'd be too much of a giveaway. Yeah. But you know, they like, oh, maybe they stole like a box of chicken. Oh, I heard one. Jesus Christ! I heard one where they robbed a grocery. (laughs) I heard one. This past weekend, they robbed a store. But when they robbed the store. Uh, they stole the cash register, but they also stole a huge bucket of macaroni and cheese. Now, the criminals got caught because while they were running, they were eating the macaroni and cheese. Fucking so stupid. they left a trail of macaroni and cheese where the cop followed them to where they were at, their base, in other words. And they were like, guess what ethnicity they were wearing? Were they white, black, Latino, or other? <laughs> and it turns out they're a white guy. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't guess, dude. Cause... So he he plays that, and the show has gotten in trouble by I'm, you know I imagine, dude. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I bet. And uh, they uh, they had to stop at one point. Uh, but DJ Preke, he is. They call him the white, no, the black white, something, because he's a white dude who, in other words, he's like B Rad from. Remember that movie? Oh, what was that movie called? Uh, a Mile. No, the, no, it wasn't A Mile. It was before it. Well, maybe around the same time as A Mile. Um, <clears throat> shit, man. It's about this guy who grew up in Beverly Hills. Who the fuck is that guy? I'm sorry. Yeah, who is that guy, huh? The guy that doesn't turn down his phone? Sorry about her making this joke. That's all good. <laughs> What's up, bro? Shh, shh, shh. Uh, yeah, we're coming out in his little panties. He's a, he's a white boy who's 
dresses black, like all the way black. Uh, but anyway, he's gonna be on the show. Okay. So, so he'll be on the show at the same time as Tony Casillas. I was wanting to throw a T in with his name. I was thinking it was Castilla, but there's no T in there. It's just Casillas. Casillas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Mikey B, I have him sooner or later too, man. It's hard to get these guys that are always <coughs> busy doing busy. shit. Yeah. I mean, as long as you get them. I will eventually. I want to get everybody. I've almost got everybody. And uh, okay. joking around. But if, if I can get my co-host to be here more often too. But it's okay. I got my stand-in co-host. Lana, who did her first set. She did her first open mic a couple Tuesdays ago. Nice. Yeah. Where was that? Uh, Arlington and Fox. What'd you think? Yeah, I was horrible. No, but what'd you think about the experience? Like, did you like it? Oh, Are you going to do it again? Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be toxic to an idiot. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to be on you about that because I know you don't like being pushed. <clears throat> I'm not going to ask you about it, but if you want to, you know the email. Even if you don't do it, I feel like you can get a lot out of doing stand-up. Like, public speaking's like... You know, yeah. And just being able to address people, you know, confidently when you're talking, I think is pretty invaluable. Um, but yeah, that's cool. But you did it, man. Not a lot of people have the the gumption to even fucking try, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was something else. Oh, walking up there without going to a Did you, uh, did you come up with any notes? Did you, did you write any jokes? You just went up there and winged it? Pretty much. I mean, like, I had, like, a little paragraph written before, right before I went up. Yeah. And I didn't have enough time to, like, write out much of anything. So I had, like, yeah. one joke. Yeah. That's okay. It went, it went, it went quickly. It did. Mm-hmm. <coughs> talking to the mic. Uh, also, the crowd that was there was a pretty bad, pretty, kind of bad crowd. Yeah, no one was paying attention, so. They were there. First time's the worst time, you know? There were, it's that type of crowd where they're there to see one person. Okay. So, um, I mean, it's not like they're quiet. They're just talking to each other. Yeah. Pretty bad crowd. I went up there and said some stuff and addressed the fact that they're a bad crowd. Maybe I should just let it go, but. He likes to get aggro. I do. Which I need to work on that. On what? On not. Harassing people? I'm not, I'm not pointing out when people are being assholes so much, maybe. Some people tell me like don't like stay away from the crowd, but sometimes the crowd being a dick, I feel like do whatever the fuck you want, dude. I kind of do sometimes. And then just figure it out. Everybody has an opinion, but that's not what I don't do that every time. It's your ship, dude. I kind of steer where you want. That's why I I kind of want not want, but I like the way Tony Hinchcliffe does his shows. Yeah. Because when people do something, he's like, he's just like, you know what? I'm gonna tear these people apart, and then people love him, and I'm not to that level yet. No, but you gotta be you, man. But I want, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't sit there. And I, if I, let's just say, if I went up there and I did my regular bit and I just did whatever and ignored them, then I kind of feel like a pussy. I'd be like, ah, this is crowd. You know, I went up there and I just did my jokes and nobody laughed and. Almost like I got punked by the crowd, you know? Uh, yeah. Are you talking about, like, people are heckling you? And, and, or you're just going into the crowd just trying to rile them up? 
to well, get them to the pay fact attention. That the crowd was just being so disrespectful to all the comics got me upset. Well, you know what? It's not the crowd's job. It's the comic's job. The crowd's job to do what? The crowd's not responsible to do anything. So they, they're, they're, they've done their job just so, by being there. So you're saying like it's the comic's job to... Pull their interest? Yeah. Pull their interest? Get their attention. If it was easy, everybody would do it. That is true. So, I would, also, I would just I, say... I, I, think, I think it's because the comics, some of the comics were like my good friends. No, I, yeah. I kind of felt like it's a personal jam. No, I get it. Like, when you watch... I felt the same way when I watch people get heckled. And, you know, they're trying to do their jokes. And they may not be... They may not feel comfortable, like, dealing with the hecklers. Like, I've, I'll put it on myself. Like, if I'm going to go up in a few spots, and I'll be like, Okay, I've been paying attention to this person, and yeah. I'm going to unload on him. So I get that. But at the same time, it's like, dude, everybody's responsible for their own success on stage. And, like, the more that you excuse yourself from that responsibility, I think the harder you're going to make it for yourself. It's an uphill battle, dude, but, you know, you just fucking take it one step at a time, man. That's true. You know? It's not the crowd's fault. No. It's not. There you go. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I am still barely, barely, I'm a baby to, to comedy, you know? Barely a year and a half into it. No. I still have a lot to learn. Me too. Uh, but I'm glad I get to sit here and talk to you, uh, most comics and get a point of view on different things. Because uh, I get to see it through, through, I get to see it through my eyes and see what other people's thoughts are. And you know what? Sometimes that really helps a lot. <coughs> Especially how people grow. Like I had a TJ on here, TJ, and we talked. Which one, Rigio? Yeah, Rigio. And you know, we were talking about just comedy, and he was talking about his struggles as you know doing comedy. And I talked about how like. How sometimes I feel like he's so fast paced, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do this and do the bit, but you know, I'm trying to rush everything into it." <clears throat> and and I was like, "Yeah, I, I understand that, like, but you know, I it's like it's just so much to take in real quick." Yeah. And then he was like, "Yeah, I know." And then, but then I noticed that the next time he went up for an open mic, he was a little more chill. And like he did really well, and I was just like, "TJ, that was awesome." Yeah, he's a brilliant guy. <laughs> he is. He's just like we all got our own like little handicaps to work around. Yeah. And it's like until we deal with them, it, you know, we might we might have like a hard time trying to convey what we're, you know, what mm-hmm. the jokes that we that we come prepared with, you know. Yeah, um, I have I have a showcase coming up the. I want to, I really want to make this one stand out. Like, I really want to sit down and take notes with, you know, get some advice from another comics about what the way I'm trying to do it. Because uh, I really want to uh, just, like, I really fine-tune this set, you know. So, so, so most of the time, I don't really take that much 
time to fine tune a set. And, and what's fine tuning a set to you? What does that mean? To me, it's like you know, <clears throat> knowing exactly the punchlines that I want to put, say at the same, you know, at the right moment, and then also like not just get the timing right, but you know, get uh, get it like to where it sounds natural, mm-hmm. you know, and not so not like I'm a bad actor, like bad acting. Yeah. Um, and also, I, I kind of want to take one set that I already have and kind of, <clears throat> kind of like readjust it and, and add some things, take out some things, and see if I could just make the 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 um, the punchline slightly better. Yeah. To be a set that would be very good for everybody. What is that? Make, what is that? Good for everybody. Man. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like not not alienate any 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 like any people in the audience. Yeah, make everybody kind of laugh because you know they kind of not kind of understand what I'm saying, but like nobody really feels kind of like oh he's picking up yeah single down yeah. Um, when I did my Michael Jackson bit, I think I did it in two different showcases. It did well in Dallas. It didn't do so well in uh, Fort Worth because I changed it a little bit and I threw I threw my I threw my like I I thought maybe like if I put myself in the equation I wouldn't make people feel like I was picking on you know that you know child child abuse type of thing <clears throat> and it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> people, I think, I think Alana saw and she said that it made people feel uncomfortable because I added a few things and said that it was about myself. So it made, she said, it made, looks like it made people uncomfortable. Well, rather than um, making it about making fun of child molesting and like the whole, what is it, uh, the the ludicrousy behind it, he made fun of something that could have happened to him. So it made it too real. Okay. And that's where people were just like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but, wishes but I left, but I, him. I left those parts out, and when I did it in, you know, in, <laughs> and the funny thing is, I was on Shrooms at the time. When I did it in uh, Dallas, it just rolled off way quick, way better. And, um. What's that thing? That's awkward more laughs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just the the process. Dude. That's a creative process of coming up with the jokes. You, yeah. You so do it one way, then you add because you think it's going to do something to it. You try it. It may not be successful, and then you go back. And then you just, you know, it takes time to fucking sort yeah, it out, you know? It takes time. Especially when the subject matter is kind of touchy like that, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, what can you do but just keep trying it? Yeah. Keep working on it, you know? If I really care about it, if I really think there's something there, yeah, I can. Yeah. What about you? With my comedy? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I want to record. I want to record, I don't know how much time, Mm -hmm. um, because I don't know how much time I actually have on the subject, but I want to talk about my accident that I had 
in January. One? Yeah, about rupturing my Achilles, and then I want to talk about from then to, you know, maybe like present time now. Um, I'm starting to come out of the crutches. Mm-hmm. I'm using them less. I don't wear the boot as much, so I feel like it's kind of like losing the authenticity when I'm on stage. Like, I want to kind of preserve a little bit of that while I still can, and so I'm thinking maybe like fifteen, <laughs> record fifteen twenty minutes of the material that I've come up with from the experience. And then release it, and then kind of put it out there and see if I can like, you know, see if it'll do anything. Maybe garner like a, a stronger following, and then also just feel like, hey, I recorded something. Yeah. Cause like I'm not gonna be able to really take these jokes with me. It's gonna be a story that I can always tell, but like I'm not gonna be on crutches forever, man. Um. So like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I started kind of like listing the things that I've come up with, and I put them in some sort of order. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to do something that I don't like to do or really do much of. And that's just kind of like sit down and just write, um, write everything out. Like I've taken a lot of notes, but you know, really, really get down on it and, um, put in the fucking hard work and, you know, find a place where I can record, Yeah. try to get people to go and try to make a recording and put it out and then get on to the next thing man but my personal life I'm just trying to get well I'm gonna start physical therapy this week mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna do it myself under the guise of uh, a family friend who's in the who's in the physical therapy world so like he's, oh, okay. yeah he's gonna give me all the information um, and uh, he's gonna make sure that I have the right tools to use um, you know that I can get a hold of but I'm gonna just be doing it myself um because you know that's what you know that's the best i can do so yeah um it's you know if it, what, how that's gonna affect my comedy i don't know like am i gonna have to like be more conservative with how much i go out perhaps yeah how much energy you'll be able to have right um because like shit i've really noticed that like yeah like i got like a strong will and i'm like really eager to keep pushing mm-hmm. but like more is not more man you know what i mean not yeah well. Like I when it comes st- to wounds or yeah. injuries, yeah, you can. I popped a stitch, dude, and it's still healing. Yeah, you can stress. You can stress yourself. Yeah. By overdoing it, yeah, he told you that. Yeah, and it's not. It's more than just my ankle that gets stressed out. It's like my whole body, dude. Like, like after my weekend in Fort Worth, dude, I was like fucking shut down for like four days, dude. Yeah, I mean that takes a lot out of you. I mean that's yeah. your. A lot of people don't really think about how much they use your ankles, feet for to. And I'm retarded, bro. The fucking week, the week that I opened in Fort Worth, dude, I went on a date Thursday. I went to the, I went on a date to the Botanical Gardens. I don't know if I'm supposed to say retard or not, but, um, my bad, dude. I'll stop saying retard. <laughs> but, no, I went, I went, I was like at the Botanical Gardens for three hours, crutching around outside in the hot sun. Oh yeah, you told me about that. And I it was, was like, what were you thinking? It was, I just wanted to get out of the house, bro. I was going yeah, stir crazy. You went. I went ham. I went so ham at the gardens, dude. And so like I'm out there crutching around for three hours, and then like I'm feeling like super hyped, maybe even a little manic. Because when I went home, I was like, man, I'm gonna crank on some pull ups, <laughs> dude. So I go home and like, dude, I'm like, I'm piped up, dude. And then, like I, I, I'm like, I'm not just gonna do pull ups. I'm gonna do pull ups of 25 pounds, dude. So I'm like cranking out like, yeah. f- like a like a lunatic 
pull-ups and I'm doing other exercises. And then I went to go work at the club and host. And then the next day I was like, dead, dude. I was dead. And I had to do, I had to do four more shows, bro. Yeah. I, I, blew, I blew my wad. But, you know, I learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. And that's just chill out. Like, that's hard for me. But, yeah. I might kill myself though, dude. To be honest with you, like, yeah, because um, it's like it's it's a the recovery time is like a year for the ankle. Yeah, for an Achilles tendon. Yeah, yeah. it's like a year. I was talking to my my dad's friend, he's like an uncle, uh-huh. and he's like, it's gonna be like maybe a year, two years, yeah, before you're like you're Gucci and you can like do whatever you want. So he's like, in six months, you're going to be like 85 to maybe 90% recovered, but uh-huh. do not push it. Yeah, I mean, let me know when that, you know? that does automatically stop at an, at an hour. Okay. It does that because it takes a while because you, you, you use that one, that one, and uh, yeah. your back. No, you do, and it's just like uh, tendons don't heal like bones. They take longer um, for whatever reason, man. And, um, they really don't heal at all. Like, they literally kind of stitch that thing together, didn't they? It was completely torn apart, mm-hmm. and so they had to reconnect it and stuff. And is that is that the Achilles tendon? When you tear that, is that when your muscle like disconnects from it and like kind of like rolls up? The tendon rolls up. The tendon. So rolls your up. tendons attach the muscles to uh, muscle. Or is it muscle to muscle or muscle to bone? Uh, I think ligaments are muscle to bone, or ligaments are bone to bone, tendons are muscle to bone. To look it up. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. We're gonna quote you on that. It's a, it's it, it's it's important. That's the that's the thing, and it just takes a long time. So, um, I'm trying to convince myself that like in this in this time, like I'm still exercising, but like more methodically. Yeah. Um, because I just like to be active and stuff. But I'm like I'm trying to push myself to learn other things and have other skills. Um, because I can't do whatever I want anymore. You know, not that I could, but you know, I'm like, cause I gotta, I gotta still take care of business. Like, I gotta do laundry and stuff, so, <laughs> and I gotta like clean my bathroom. What do you, what you know, do you, mean by you can't do whatever you want anymore. Are you talking about because of your injury or like? Like, dude, if I wanted to, like before the injury, I would just go out and run five miles and like, you know, and not, or go jump or just go, yeah, squat or do whatever, and then like go out all night, you know, and sleep for only four hours six hours and then just get up and go hard and go to work or do whatever you know so I gotta you know respect my my body more um and then also it's like I wanna have a more developed personality man like yeah you know my whole identity was like a big part of my identity was like wrapped around like being active and fitness and stuff like I had other hobbies but they weren't as as big you know I do comedy, like, that's the most important thing, and then, like, probably second to that, you know, I spend a lot of my time just, like, you know, working out, or just being active, because, like, those, it, it, it piques my interest, and it, it just, like, makes me feel good, and I like it, but, you know, there's more to life than that, you know, I like to garden, and I've, you know, I've always done that stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, and cook, and, and, and stuff, but, you know, I don't know, maybe I can... Learn how to do something else that's not as crazy, you know, <clears throat> requires you to be so physical. Yeah, maybe maybe pick up like an instrument or something. I've been playing the I've been playing the keyboard. Yeah. 
teach myself for like the past three years and like it's a thing like I'll get on it for like a couple weeks and then I'll be like me you know and I'll forget about it and pick it up and put it down and put it up and put it down so I've told myself that that's like one of the things I want to do is like finish the books that I have and then like get new books and then go from there that's how I am with the drums drums? <laughs> yeah I'll play them Okay. Uh, which actually, this guy from work, he works in the band area in church. He actually said he has an extra pedal for me if I wanted to buy it off him. So. Sick. <clears throat> and then, you know, I have the keyboard back there. I have like a whole little setup back there where I got my drums, keyboard. Uh, I have a violin that I need to have restrung. Okay. Um, and I need to buy a bowl for the violin. I used to play the viola when I was a kid. Um, I think if I picked it up and started from scratch, some of it might come back to me again. Um, I've seen you play the piano, I'm sure it would. Hey, what? I've seen you play the keyboard, I'm sure it would. You yeah, yeah. You seem uh, pretty sure. talented. Did you, play the Did you play the abs in public? I played it one time, yeah, at a, at a show. Mm. Not a showcase, it's just a regular show. It's a pageant. Yeah. Speaking of, Landon has an art gallery coming up. Or no, he has like a... It's a show, a benefit. Yeah, the benefit, right? With, uh, Kid Reed's gonna be performing yeah. at High Endus Comedy Is Club. It Reed's on or Reed? Reed. Reed, like a Reed, like in a oh, yeah, wind instrument. Reed. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. And then he has um, uh, something. The nineteenth, by the way. That's the nineteenth. The nineteenth of May, guys. Yeah. Uh, if anybody listens to this, uh, yeah. Because I know some. Either way, I know there's some people on Instagram, but yeah. And then he's got one coming up on the tenth. 11th, I think. 11th? It's like a hip-hop thing, right? He's going to be at a jewelry store showcasing his art, and then I, I'm not sure what all the details are I should because I'm his friend. Uh, <laughs> I should be able to rattle this off, but um, mm-hmm. you can you can get all that information if you friend him on Facebook, Landon Shepard, or go on my page on Facebook. I share his stuff. Yeah, his Instagram. His Instagram, too. Uh, his Instagram. I think it's, it's like the creative land and shepherd or something. Is it the creative, creative shepherd or creative, yeah, creative shepherd. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Landon. Shout out to my guy Landon. Landon, man, he's the coolest door door guy I'll ever meet. <laughs> he's a cool guy, man. Uh, what else? It's funny too. Oh yeah, he's super funny. He's one. He's one of the funnier people that are not doing stand up, but he's just it's naturally funny. Great guy. Um. And you're you're doing more shows, like for hyenas. You're um, are you hosting or are you just like kind of doing guest spots? I'm hosting. I've been hosting. I got on the roster, I guess this year. Yeah. I did some hosting last year mm-hmm. and guest spots last year and stuff. But now I'm on the roster and I don't I don't know when I'm gonna work again because they had me do three weekends in April because I've been out of work and that was like them kind of like looking out. Yeah. And putting some change in my pocket, mm-hmm. but um, since I'm on the rotation, I'm not expecting to to work, you know, for at least like three months. So right now I'm just kind of picking up whatever I can find, but I'm not too concerned because like I I I learned a lesson the hard way, man. Like I just need to really just take care of my body right now. Yeah. And try to get my life together. You know, I got other things that I need to also. Um, you know, worry about and like 
it doesn't mean I gotta stop doing stand up, but like I need to pay attention to the other parts of my life. Just they're just as important right now because like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on probation too. Um, and uh, <laughs> I got talking about that if you don't want to. No, I mean I'm just gonna mention I'm on probation. Like I'm just trying to knock out these hours mm-hmm. so I can try to get off it. You know, before my end date, and you know, just you know. So I can enjoy stand up more and enjoy life more because it's it's been, um, you know, if anyone's ever been on probation, I don't have to explain why it's not fun. But um, the biggest thing is like you know, um, getting employed. Is it hard getting employed while you're on probation? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I've had a hard time just getting regular jobs, like at a call center or you know things like that. It's like. They don't want to hire me, and I'm thinking it's because of the arrest, or you know, or the, the because I'm on probation. But, um, you know, that's, and then also like I just want to move past it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Nobody wants to stay in probation forever. Yeah, it, it reminds you of a time in life where you messed up, and it's like you're not really like happy about it. Yeah. Um. So it's like as soon as I can finish these hours, you know, I can appeal to the uh, to the judge and. And be like, hey, you know, I've done everything you've asked me to. I've paid all the money that you've, you've told me to pay you. Could I get off and go back to life? You know? Yeah. Um, do they have that ability to know you like that? Yeah, kind of. They can do whatever they want. It's at their discretion, you know? When it comes to the judge, yeah, judges can do a lot of things. I remember there was one where the judge was all like, he didn't like the lawyer, the way the lawyer was acting. He's like, you know what? Let's go. He's like, you know what? If, if you don't like this, my court... Get in the back room. I'm going to kick your ass. And the lawyer went back there, and, and the judge was back there, and they got into a scuffle. <laughs> it was on a... That's insane. It was on the John Oliver show. John oh, Oliver was doing a special about about judges and how they... they had they, way too much power, apparently. Yeah. And they get let it go to And he showed the videos. The guy was, you know, talking to the lawyer, or to the judge, and he was bringing up, you know, doing lawyer just shit. What they're supposed to do, bring and the judge was not happy about it. So just get in the back office, I'll kick your ass. And they went back there, and you hear the judge is yelling at him, Where is my own blah blah blah? This is my courthouse, and blah, blah. yeah, yeah. And the lawyer's <laughs> ass, I think he did. <laughs> Jesus Christ, but that's just how that's how crazy uh, power can drive a person, you know, mm-hmm. you think they are the law, it's almost like a judge dread scenario. Yeah, that's uh, that doesn't seem like it's appropriate. No, yeah, you know, especially like when he's weighing in on people's lives who have committed assault or something, and you just they yeah. committed assault. He's, yeah, so. Uh, no, so uh, Maybe he, he went a little jaded from all the stories he's been Yeah, <laughs> some people just get too much murder. Some people just get to a certain level of power, and I mean, it's just like in fucking comic books or any kind of movie. They, they talk about, yeah, people get power, and now they're like, just go to their head, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> well, hopefully you get a, you get a new judge. Hopefully, no, hopefully you I, surpass it, and your judge sees that you're doing good. For the most part, they're still human, you know? I got faith, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I've, I've, I've gotten into pickles before, and... Pickles? Um, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a different way of, I was going to say a bad word, but, you know. Uh, I've gotten myself into some pickles, but in spite of that, I feel like pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. 
Like, even with this whole accident, like, I didn't have insurance. But, like, people came out and showed me love. And, and, um... Oh, yeah, I went to that. I went to the benefit for you. Oh, no, at a benefit, people did a GoFundMe. Um, my parents are, you know, still in my life. And, they're you know, they're helping me out. Um, I've got money that my grandfather had left me and, you know... My, my other relatives so it's like I got I liked out big time dude my uh, my dad's friend is, is giving me the you know instructions on my therapy like I don't have to pay for a physical therapist because mm-hmm. I can't one I can't afford it mm-hmm. and like I need therapy like anybody does like after something like this so it's like I'll, I'll pull through bro you know what I mean yeah the fucking Cortez yeah the Jorge Cortez have you tried to get on short term disability I tried doing um, unemployment, but uh, man, that's it's such a thing. Like I, I got a, so I just gave up on it. I did all the paperwork and stuff, and like you have to apply for unemployment benefits every week to get money. But it's just like honestly, I'm just gonna grind and get a job that I can do, and um, I'd rather do that than like take it. I'm kind of proud. Um, and then also like I have enough support to where it's like I'm still taking care of myself like my family's in El Paso and I um, you know I'm doing most of my care myself but you know I got enough money to where it's like okay if I need to rest I can rest a little bit and so um, but yeah that's annoying you know <laughs> um, I think uh, that stuff. I think we should rag a little bit on yeah, man. Um, I, I called him and he just completely forgot that this was even happening. So yeah, he was like, "Oh man, yeah. I'm sick. I didn't feel good." <laughs> not that, that. Not that. I mean, Anthony, I get it. You know, you're sick. I mean, Mark Hulley's trying to. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, but I get it. You know what I mean? You're sick. You know, stay home, buddy. Rest. Yeah. You know, we'll, <laughs> the real G's will take care of her, bro. Don't worry, baby. We'll be all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he canceled last minute. I texted him and I was like, hey, dude, do you need the address? He was all yeah. like, oh, I totally forgot. Dude, I called him before yeah. I called you. Oh. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, hey, Aunt, when you coming? When are you going to get to Rudy's house? Yeah. Just to see, you know. He's like, uh. <laughs> He's like, uh. Honestly, I think he might have gotten a little bit of a cold. And then maybe, you know... He's, he's, he's sick. I saw him Thursday and he was sick. <laughs> I saw him Thursday too. He looked fine to me. He was like, you know, having some phlegm and some drainage out of the nose. Yeah, and he looked a little depleted. He, not, he looked fine. I saw him, uh, yeah, I saw him at uh, Hyenas. I'm, no, I saw him there too, but he's, he's a tough guy. But he wasn't shaking anyone's hand or like really dapping anyone up because he didn't want to get anyone sick. But he, yeah, he, 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 he also completely forgot. Yeah, but he he's been in and out of sleep, so he's whatever he's got. He's he's he's, he's legitimately sick. Yeah. He goes to jujitsu, and that's like a, a perfect breeding ground, I think, for like germs. It is. Yeah. So. Shower. Either, yeah. Not only do you have to take a shower right after it, but if like you're sick and you're rolling around, uh, there's some people who will still go to the gym when they're right. Like they'll be like, oh, I was sick, and it's all right. And like, oh, you're sick. How long ago? You're like, yesterday. I'm good now. And it's no, just, like, yeah. You need to stay home if you're sick. Stay home, people. Yeah. I'm surprised I don't have the right to just go. Like, you're sick. Go home. 
They should. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a it's a hazard. It's a it's a health hazard mm-hmm. for other people, but um, no. But he's doing the right thing. Uh, the wrong thing was that you know he he forgot. <laughs> I totally but, forgot. Like, yeah. He could have texted me earlier today. Maybe I would have found somebody else to come in or not. Yeah, or but it's okay. It's okay. I've done stuff like that Anthony's too, man. He's a good buddy. Yeah. He, he's a good buddy. He uh, just saw people. <sighs> very friendly. Very awesome. Yeah, he's gonna he'll, he'll pull through, and he's uh, he made the responsible decision, you know, to like rest. It's just uh, yeah, you know. I think so. That now means you can pull him for it'd the be next funny. Time it'd be f- huh? that, that means you get to pull him for the next time someone misses. Pull Anthony. Yeah. Like, hey, get your yeah. Ass over here. You yeah. Last time. <laughs> yep, your uh, turn. Fill in. It'd be hilarious though if, I, if we got on Instagram and saw a couple pics of him drinking margaritas for with the boys on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, bro, yeah. Anthony. Yeah, you should. Try to bust him, dude. You finked up, man. You finked up. up, dude. (laughs) Yeah, finked up, Tony. Yeah. The keto Johnny Bravo. Keto Johnny Bravo, dude. That's what they call me. I I think he's more of a vegan Johnny Bravo. Like you know, he's got he's nothing on, but not just on that vegan shit. He's all depleted, skinny. He's just a lanky guy, dude. Yeah. He's 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 lanky. He's he's just lanky along. That's just that's just the way he's built. Perfect for jujitsu, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind rolling with him one day. I'm going to go to the gym and see. He'd probably submit me pretty quickly, but I don't know about what. I got a good turtle game, so. I don't know what any of that means. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being able to. I got good scrambling and then also being able to uh, turtle up when I need to so that none of my limbs get pulled in. Yeah, you got the size and strength advantage for sure. Yeah, but out muscling him would only last for so long. Uh, it'd be only a matter of time before he could. Uh, he'd probably he'd probably choke me out, and I probably would not tap. I'd probably pass out. <laughs> oh yeah. Pretty dumb, dude. Of my neck, I am no. I'd rather pass out than tap. Let me give you some advice, dude. What? <laughs> just tap. No. I'll tap. I won't get an arm broken. I'll tap to to the arm bar. I'll tap to the knee bar and ankle lock. I'll tap to that. But I'm not gonna tap if he's got a hold of my neck. I would rather pass out. I'm gonna say this: oxygen to your brain is pretty important. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if you know that. I think it's a but, behind it. Yeah. It's just a little yeah. bit of. Does it just does it turn you on to get? Is that why you don't want to have? Have you that... been choked out? Like choked out? Not but not not in like a malicious form, but like just for fun. Yeah. Uh, no, I oh. haven't, Rudy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that's like a fun thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna knock. I'm, I'm not gonna stink your kink, dude. But no, no. I I've been choked out. We used to do that. Uh, good, good for you, man. In high school. <laughs> We would like do these breathing things where like we take ten deep breaths, breath, breath, breath. I can't say it because of my lips. Breath, breath. <laughs> and then on the last one, somebody would push on your chest while you exhale slowly, and 
you just pass out. And we would like let each other fall onto the bed. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but there was one time when I did it to this other guy. I've heard about some stuff like this before. I did it to this one guy, and he passed out, and he he didn't hit the bed. He hit the floor. <laughs> just went, <laughs> dunk. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so you're doing this with dudes. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we're in high school, man. Yeah. We didn't have no chicks to hang around with us. Yeah, I never, I never was that type of guy growing up. I had friends that liked to do that to each other, and like I tried it, and I was just like, yeah, that's not my thing. Oh shit, that's a thing. It wasn't. Well, guys, guys like to rough each other up and rough. And house. if you're high and you oh. wake up, yeah. you're kind of like wake up giggly. It's kind of like a high on top of a high. That yeah, I. I, I, I <laughs> I've had friends that are like, yeah, dude, come come roll with us in the garage and stuff. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll like learn how to fight or something. That may be good. Or like, just, nah, I'm good. You know? Me and, uh, <clears throat> me and my cousins and my brother. I've never had this problem. Yeah. Me and my cousins and my brother, we used to do like backyard wrestling. Of course. And we you, we would use the front or the back. No, we would use the front yard. <clears throat> so it's technically not backyard wrestling, but it's front yard wrestling. And one time we, uh, My uncle had this like cage for transporting, kind of like how they used to transport. You see the 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 Mexicans or whatever the hell they are, Chicanos, Latinos. Um, they'll have like their all their tools in a in a metal frame on the back of a truck, right? They pull it into the truck. Well, one time my uncle had one of those in his driveway, so we used that as a cage. We all got in there and beat the shit out of each other until, you know, we couldn't take the pain and we'd get, we'd get kicked out of the cage. Uh, and then we also had my my brother-in-law's car, which was like a Saturn, like a 96 or 7 Saturn. <clears throat> and we, we, oh, <laughs> he doesn't know this, by the way, or he never found out, but, uh, but we would body slam each other onto the car. We actually totaled the car smashed the windshields with each other. Uh, one of my friends got like power drives into the sunroof. God. The top of the car. Um, I got body slammed onto the windshield. You're an animal, dude. <laughs> one, my cousin one time, we were doing it, and my cousin beat the shit out of one of my other friends with the video table that I came. <laughs> He's just beating him in the head with it. I feel like he was the frat boy if he ever went to college. <laughs> yeah. We threw each other through sheet rocks, sheet rocks, made, uh, table sheet rocks that we put up. Like we would put up sheet rocks on these chairs and throw each other through it. Yeah. You should have done wrestling, dude. It seems like I that. It seems like that's what your heart was calling out for. It for was. Wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I think I was like 15 when we were doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Imagine if we had money. Yeah, we beat the shit out of each other. That's what's up. <laughs> it was chairs. <laughs> I grew up in the in a in a household where my mom was like, no violence. None? Yeah. I mean we we weren't supposed to have violence, but No, but you do it anyways, right? Yeah. You know, but like my mom was like real real on my ass about it. My butt not about it, excuse me. No, you can say ass, you just cut. Okay, cool. Well, I grew up in a household where I was told if you break a bone I'm not taking you to the hospital. Yeah. And then That's I cheap. <laughs> No, but it makes it makes sense, you know. It's expensive, yeah. but and then I also had like uh, t- like two pretty good concussions as a kid. Uh-huh. 
So it's like you you, you remember like you remember those things and like you could tell whether or not you're into it or not. Mm-hmm. Like I was running, we had hardwood floors, you know, growing up, and they just waxed them. My dad just like cleaned them and stuff, and yes. run around sliding in socks because that was like the thing to do. <laughs> yes, it was the thing and to do. And dude, I was like running and sliding. And I hit this. We had this oak table, dude, and like my dome just went crack on it. And then it was just like, <laughs> after that, dude, my brain worked differently, bro. For the rest of my life, like, my, like I could have been a, maybe a different person if I never hit my head like that. Like I distinctly remember, like, my brain changed, and then like, like you actually noticed a difference. Like, like I was concussed, and then like after that, I was like, yeah, my brain does not operate the same way. <laughs> like I used to remember things. That or like some sort of ability that I might have had is gone. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Dude. I was like a I little know, kid. I, I, knew, I, know, right I, then I, I knew. sure got a concussion when I got hit by a truck one time. God. I know I did for sure. There's no way I could not. Yeah, and then all the times you body slammed, cut body slammed onto the car, I'm sure you had concussions too. You don't have to hit your head to have a concussion. They, 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 that is true. It's been discovered. Any strong trauma to the body can give you a concussion. It can shake your brain. What about you? Did you get anything? Cross my fingers for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I also like accidentally run into things. Like I would like run and jump and slide too far. Ran into a pole. Jeez. To a pole. Pole. Oh, like oh. from like the bedpost. Yeah. Or a door. Or you know just any kind of furniture lying around that didn't quite um, accurately aim right. Oh, and like practically breaking my toes on things. Okay. You gotta build up. You gotta build up. She sat on me. She knocked the wind out of me. Yeah, kids are crazy. Kids are dumb, dude. I remember trying to dive into my parents' mattress when I was a little kid. Kids are just dumb, dude. When I was a kid, because like I was like I swam as a kid, and I remember like I learned to dive that summer, just like the sensation to like dive in. It's like so cool. And then I was just like, I'm gonna dive on the mattress, and then I think I did like no hands, and like I just hit my head. I just ate it. Yeah. The water bed. I thought that would be a good idea. It's just fun to th- like throw yourself when you're real little. I'm just glad I didn't have a trampoline. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that'd be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. I almost broke my arm on that. And uh, yeah, my parents were—he was telling me the truth that they did not take me to the hospital. They just grabbed it and they're just like, "Oh, it just needs to be popped back in." Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, that was not good. They could have broke my arm. Kids are very uh versatile. It's country. It's old school, man. Oh yeah, very country. I think my head was in Florida at the time. No, I was in Michigan. Michigan. Oh no, we were taking a trip to Indiana, so I was in your country. I'm not from Indiana, from Iowa. Iowa, it's not the same. Where's the potatoes? No, Idaho. And I, I always said, uh, where I was from? Indiana. Iowa's corn, right? Iowa's corn and a lot of soybean, actually. Speaking of, I saw my old. 
guess they have another flood. Um, that that river floods. The Mississippi River, it floods the downtown area of Jackson all the time. I guess it's not the really country. Stop saying country. <laughs> the same country. The state. Yeah, we don't accept you. Talking, you spent a lot of time in Florida. Now that is a place that should not be part of America. Oh, of course, Hannah. Yeah. What's up, dude? Uh, Ooh, where have you been? Just Texas. I'm from El Paso. Uh, that's still Texas. Um, I've done, I've traveled, but I've never lived anywhere other than Texas. Lived in Odessa for a year. That's in Texas, so it's like, um, like that's a part of the state you don't want to be in, because it's gross. Yes. What time it is? You ready for your question? Yeah. All right. Now it is time where we call in one hour into the podcast. We call in to Conan O'Brien's podcast, and we'll have the guest ask Conan a question. I'm going to ask him for a job, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you can, can't you? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll email him jokes. My qualifications are that I'm Mexican. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry, bro. <laughs> Give me a job on single the mile, dude. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and call it. Home Depot. Those Ding. jokes. Pressure. Hey, Conan, this is Un on the UNG Odyssey podcast, and I'm sitting here with Cortez, Jorge Cortez, and he has a question for you. Hey, what's up, Mr. O'Brien? I'm a big fan of the show. Um, I think you're awesome. My question is can I get a job? Uh, <laughs> I ruptured my Achilles tendon in January. I'm out of work. I'm a stand-up comic. I've been doing it for five years. Put me to put me to work. My qualifications. Uh, I'm also a Mexican, so I'm hungry. I'll go to work for you, Conan. I'll ride for you. I'll, I'll ride hard. All right. I can email you jokes for your show. Latin jokes. Whatever jokes you want, Conan. I'm Mexican. If you want to joke about yogurt, I'll give you a joke about yogurt. If you want to joke about Popsicles? Let me give you a joke about popsicles. It doesn't matter. You tell me what you want, Conan, and I'll be that man for you, okay? My name's Jorge Cortez. My number is 915-246-5492. I'm a big fan of the show. You're incredible. All right. That's a great one. That's awesome. You'd have to let us know if you call me back. Yeah, you definitely have to let us know if you call me back. I'll pee my pants. so crazy today. It's so always right. Yeah. I You gotta ask though, right? You know, if you, don't, if you don't ask, if you don't ask, nothing happens. I think uh, I would like to get him, and then eventually maybe I can get some of the other personalities on there, because one of them is like a really uh, funny guy, like a radio. You know, 
He comes up with radio with bits for the radio, and they're really good. Um, so I'd love to talk to him about that. Because um, I've met them before, and I told them I was a comic. And they're like, oh, I could never do that. I was like, what? I mean, you you write all these great jokes. I mean, you could totally do these are You could totally do this on, on an open mic. And they're just like, yeah, but speaking in front of people is way different than, you know, speaking into a microphone on a radio show. So, I, you know, I see that, but... <laughs> He has a lot of the skills you'd already need, though, to do stand-up. It's just the being in front of people part that's... No nerve-wracking. Yeah, but I feel like people say that, but I think once you do it, it's it kind of like, it's like, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah. But maybe I'm just, you know, overgeneralizing, and that, you know, I really don't know how people feel, but like, what? Um, Kristen Shelton was here last Sunday, and he said a really good saying about it, he said, um, the way he looks at it, he's like, he's already won. I was like, I've already won. Once I, once he steps on stage, he's already won. Because um, <clears throat> he has, because he, even if he's not the best comic, he's already made the step of just even having the guts to get on stage, compared to just, you know, if, you know compared to the people just <coughs> in the audience. And I was like, that's a very interesting way to look at it. What do you think? You're like, what do you think? What do I think about that statement? Yeah. I think it's a great way to look at it. Right? You got to be confident. Yeah. Or else, like, what are you doing up there? No. I mean, I get it. Like, you know, like, everybody goes on there, like, in a different stage and a different state of mind. But, like, at the end of the day, like, if you don't think you're funny, what are you doing there? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. You just gotta go in and you gotta attack. So, most people like attention. Yeah, you gotta like. It's okay to like if you're doing stand up. It's okay to admit that you like attention because it's like, it's a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of it. I mean, we all do it. Yeah. In one way or another, we're all little attention whores, I guess. Oh yeah, dude, give me some attention. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do for a little bit of attention. <laughs> Dude, I almost got kicked out of college, dude, for some attention, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, man. <laughs> Back when I was going to school in Odessa. Yeah. Boy, what happened? What happened? Can you talk about it? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, I had to go see the dean of students, dude. I literally almost got kicked out because I pulled a stunt. Yeah? At a basketball game. Uh-huh. On a Saturday. Did it involve your genitalia? No, but... Okay, okay so there, here's the jumping off point. Uh-huh. Saturday is when you know, I did that th- the stunt. I'll get back to it, but... Yeah. The Monday before, the basketball team's in playoffs. I'm at UTPB, University of Texas, the Permian Basin. Uh-huh. Shout out to the Falcons, dude. The, the basketball team's in playoffs. I like to just go to sporting events. I like to, you know, wear crazy outfits, get painted up, and just, like, scream and be like a fan and just be dumb and obnoxious. Um, the game's, like, we're in the last quarter and uh, last, like, two minutes or something. And, dude, it's a small college, so, like, if you want to, you can, like, just, like, walk on the court. And, and you know, like, they'll tell you to get off the court, but there's not, like, security or anything. Right? Yeah. Like, it basically, it's like a high school gym, you know, that these this, the college team is playing in. So, dude, I just, like, the opposing team's shooting free throws, and I go on the baseline, and I put my shirt over my head, 
and I start just doing like a like like a body roll. Yeah. And I'm like humping and just being super stupid. And and dude, the refs just laugh. Like they don't kick me off the baseline. And so <laughs> so so it really was their fault. But it really was their fault. Yeah. So like I do the body rolls, and then the the, the opposing team misses the two free throw shots. That's not your fault. The team wins. I get credited for the win. So for like the whole week, I'm going around and people are like, dude, you're the man, dude. Like the basketball team, they're like, yeah, dude, even the coach, bro. Even the coach was like, dude, yeah, every game, be here. And so, and so, and so, yeah. So, no, of course. Like, I love that. This is before I started doing stand-up, so I was like even more extra. And so I'm thinking like Saturday, I got to up the ante because people got really into it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be, I want to be like a legend. So, like, my whole thing was, plus I had a friend in town visiting, so, like, I wanted to show off for him. Yeah. So, I figured, like, I'm going to interrupt the dance team. I'm going to join their dance performance. Because they dance, like, you know, like any college, they dance at halftime or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I was going to school, I went over there to red shirt, play tennis, and I redshirted for a semester. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, man... I went to one practice and like I don't think like my body couldn't do it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and on top of that, I didn't have the skills. You know, because I took like a year off playing tennis, so like the skills weren't there, and then the body couldn't handle it. So I was like, I got to figure out something else to do. So I was like, I want to be on the dance team. It's all women though, so I couldn't get on the dance team. But the dancers weren't that. I don't want to shit on them, but I'm gonna shit on them. You know, they weren't that great dancers, dude. And they're getting scholarship money, bro. So that's how I saw them. They like, got scholarship for dancing? Dancing, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, if they're getting dough for dance, I can get dough for that's dance. The that's the what? That's where they're paying them to take scholarships they don't deserve. Exactly, right. And, you know, they were deserving because they showed up to practice every day. And they, yeah, they, and, they and they did their studies. And, like, however you felt about how well they, they danced or did not dance, those women deserved it because they showed up and they did the thing. I felt like... I've never danced before. I can do it. I'm an athlete. Whatever. Um, they did. They didn't let me join the team um, or really entertain the idea of me being on the team. So I was like, next best thing, I'm gonna crash their performance and I'm gonna show them how real I really am. So I would like. I had like a pair of like cut off shorts. They were just like just covering my butt cheeks. <laughs> and I had like a midriff yeah. t-shirt on. And I think I had like a wrestling belt. I don't know where I got it, but I think I had one. A Anyways, like a, like a, like yeah. one of those like toy ones or something. <laughs> yeah. I look like a real asshole, dude. <laughs> and so, dude, th- they called the dance team out and they're like the UTPB Falcons senior dance team, you know. And so like they call them out and they go out and I walk out with them, dude. <laughs> and then, dude, they don't. Everybody thinks like it's a part of the routine. Yeah. Oh shit. Because like, dude, people like I'm riding that way for Monday, and so they dance and. I'm dancing with them, and they, like, try to, like, push me out of the way and stuff. But I keep dancing, and everybody just does what they're doing. Yeah. And the crowd's going bananas, dude. Like, they're going out of control. And I'm, like, humping on the floor and just, like, doing all this extra stuff. And people are like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the dance, like, the, the performance is over, and then I'm, like, put my hands up in the air, and the dancers are fucking, they're pissed off, dude. Because yeah. there's their senior performance. Uh-huh. I interrupted their senior performance, dude. What does that mean, senior performance? Like that, that was the last time they're gonna dance as oh, a okay. as, as a dance team, and it was just the seniors, and it was like supposed to be like their last hurrah, and whatever. And I ru- and I ruined it. I crashed it. I took all the attention away from them. I outdanced them, outperformed them, and they were pissed. They wanted to kill me. Here's what made it worse: they had to go out and do it again because. <laughs> 
because because I I'd interrupted it. So they're like, and so people had to act like they did not see it, and they had to act like the first time was not better. So, who told them that, that they had to do it again? Dude, that's just what they decided because I ruined their senior performance, bro. Like to these to these women, that was like their big deal, bro. Like imagine like you're on stage and it's like you've been working so hard and it's like finally you're you know you're your last open mic. Or well, not your last open mic. Or I'm trying to like. Make it like you're either you're opening for the first time or you're finally featuring or you're headlining and then some dickhead gets on there and like completely like interrupts what you're doing and not only interrupts what you're doing steals your thunder yeah you know what I mean like imagine like a heckler dude that wins <laughs> I was like the heckler that won dude so they had to go out back out there and dance again and they dude the crowd was just like okay it's like a time <laughs> They're just like, pity clap. yeah, they're pity clapping them. Uh, and they, they made it a point to say, they're senior performance. And so the dance team wanted to kill me. They were making open threats to me at the basketball game. And I was like, I got to get out of here. And so everybody's looking at me like, everybody like wants to like pat me on the back. But at the same time, they're like, yeah, man, you messed up. Um, but after that, dude, I was a legend. And everybody was like, yeah, you're the man, dude, for like a week. You know what I mean? But I had to go see this guy named Penny Nichols. He was the the dean of students because they're they like yeah you can't do that i don't know if you know that but you cannot do that and we, you're gonna get kicked out of school well, we technically no one told you you couldn't do it right but it should it, you know i should have known better but they, they they threatened to kick me out of the university if i didn't do like community service and write like an apology letter like i had to go to the dance team and apologize and stuff and dude for like a hot for a hot week dude i was getting death threats from the dancers Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're gonna beat that ass and blah 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 and blah blah blah, bleep you, blah blah, you know. Um, I could have, I could outrun all of them at the time, and then the rest of the student body, and I feel bad for them. They liked me, and the dance team was not like a popular group on campus. This is a Division Two dance team in Odessa. It's not like this is a USC's dance. You know what I mean? They're grinding. They got a lot of heart, but it's just that's the way it was. <laughs> <laughs> Class clown wins again. Class clown wins again, dude. But yeah, I did uh, do my dirt, dude. And it's no wonder you became a comic. <laughs> <laughs> always always been an attention whore, man. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. Thank you. Oh, whenever you want, man. Yeah, we're going to edit it now. Plugs. Do you have any plugs? Do you want to plug anything? Any shows um, or your Instagram? All that good stuff? Yeah, if you, if you follow me at Jorge underscore Cortez 91, that's J-O-R-G-E underscore C-O-R-T-E-Z 91, 91. Uh, that's my Instagram, and then I'll put, you know, whatever upcoming show I have going on. <coughs> and, um, yeah, just keep watching Rudy's podcast. Thanks. Yeah. Also known as Uns. Uns. Also, anybody, don't forget, um, if you got iTunes, please subscribe and give us a review. And if you do, maybe I'll read that review. Give me a bad review. I'd love to have a bad review and read it on here. If you can, just hate on Rudy. Yeah, yeah. Just, just hate on me. What about you? Nobody's going to give you a bad you can, review. You can hate on me, too. Yeah, give us, give me, give us a review. I, 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 I,
also subscribe to our Anchor app and Spotify. All that good stuff, man. You can listen to us. <clears throat> YouTube, if you want to watch the live YouTube, and you can comment on that as well. Um, all right. It's always a pleasure to see you, man. Great to see you back to the open mics. Yeah, man. Great to see you moving up. And what to me it looks like you move forward in comedy. Thank you. Yeah. You're gonna be one of the best out there, man. <coughs> yeah. I just want to make a living. Great that I get to sit here and talk to you, man. Thank you for having me, Rudy. You're a true, you're a true pal, dude. I don't think I was a regular comedy. Why? I think I spent too much time judging it. Dude, so do I. It's not just me. Dude, I, dude, the other day I jacked off like three times in fifteen minutes, dude. In fifteen minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, holler at your boy. Maybe back when I was in my early 20s. Nah. I'm 27. Is that okay to be proud of? Yeah, why not? You can be proud of it or you can feel bad about it. I choose to feel proud. Is it for everybody? I feel, no. It means you have recruits. I felt yeah. proud endurance. that one time. No, I got endurance. I felt okay. proud that one time I had a curtain on my on my window. I had stuff to do. You know what I mean? I was trying to be economical. Okay. Yeah. I was proud that one time I, I went Can't to catch my, all day. my curtain, and I realized that there was a spot of, of cum all the way at the top of the curtain. I was proud that I shot it all the way up there. Can we keep talking about jacking off? Sure. He jacked yeah. off all my wall. Hey, hey, hey. Calm down. Please tell that story. Please tell that story. Tell the story? Yeah. But, uh, Can she tell it? I yeah, want to hear, hear her tell on you, dude. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, go, what's going through your mind when you're just shooting on the wall, bro? It got some distance. I laughed. Straight savage, dude. Just zapping. Just like, <laughs> I'm going to bed now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so am I. <laughs> I want to put a blacklight to that wall. Not all of that can be mine, by the way. I'm pretty sure some of that is from previous tenants. But it was painted before we got there, so it's all you. People aren't people aren't jacking off on walls already. Come on, bro. <laughs> Everybody does. Come, come come to Jesus, dude. <laughs> That's the reason why the hotel room yeah. is nasty. I am not. You're the one who gets it in weird places. I bet. Maybe who knows? I mean, it's it's there's there's a kind of like a little bit of a danger to just kind of like jacking off and not doing anything with it and just like going to sleep. Like I used to be like real real phobic of my own semen. And I would always want to, like, you know, clean it up or, like, shoot into, like, a napkin. or Because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to get cum anywhere. And then as I got older, I got a little more dangerous. I'm like, no. Nah, Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to bust it up wherever I want. This is my room. You know what I mean? This is my yeah, room. Yeah, it wasn't his room. It was no, my yeah. room. Yeah. Living room, not living room. Marking up my territory. Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of, we need to wash the sheet that we lay on top of. Heck yeah. The weirdest place I've ever jacked off? You know, the pla- you know, it's either the bathroom or a bedroom, dude. Really? I beat off in class. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not like the type to like, let me jack off in public, because like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like get caught. I knew I was, I didn't know if I was gonna get caught, but I don't know, I was just a horny teenager, dude. I just beat off in my class. 
Like, I'll take phone calls. I forget what class it was, too. I think it was, like, uh, geography or something like that. Something to do with math. Maybe. No, I don't think it was a math class. I'll take phone calls when I'm jacking Yeah, I was just like, you know what? Get dirty. I thought it was because you sniffed a girl and put it in your hair. No, no. no. Sniffing hair? No, I don't do that. That's creepy. That's a little creepy. No, I can whack off without having... You don't need any aromas? Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's bad enough I'm whacking off already, but I don't want to be sitting there like... (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've I've never been the type of guy. Like, those guys that get turned on by spending women's underwear? Yeah, I don't need that can be uh, that can go sideways real quick. Oh yeah, you know what I mean because it's like it's underwear. So you've you know? done it? <laughs> no, of course I've done it. I'm a guy. Yeah, I, you I, have to. I sniffed my girl, my ex girlfriend's underwear one time, and it straight up reeked of ammonia, and I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was, it's like okay, you know when you pass out and they come for that thing, they crack it. Yeah, smelling salts. Yeah, yeah so it's not, it, it was it kind of like that. I could use her underwear to wake up some guy who got hit by a car outside my apartment my house. Call out to him, here! He would be like, whoa, get that away from me! <laughs> That's how strong it was. And yeah. I told her, I was like, what the fuck is that? She's like, give it to me, ew! ew. I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta be careful. <laughs> you gotta tread lightly when you're sniffing underwear. Her underwear again. It's something I've done a few times, but it's not something that's like that's my thing. No, it's not my thing either. It's kind of it's more or less. You smell you smell a wild flavor, and you're like, okay, you respect more, you respect the I, underwear after I that. Do it more or less, more <laughs> you have a little more respect <laughs> for the underwear. And you're like, ugh. <laughs> I used to I I would do it just to get a reaction out of the person, not really for a play, like to actually get turned on, just to like freak the person out because you know they freak out. I just did it because it was like I'm gonna film like a savage. <laughs> what a savage! <laughs> I just look at you funny because you're wearing the underwear on your head. I like doing that. That's funny. You like what? You, you ever do that? Put them on your head? Yeah. Never have done that. Never. You should do it every once in a while. It's funny. <laughs> oh, I asked, uh, he accidentally walked out. Um, the guy that was on him and walked out to the car and the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, I've done before. It's amazing. If you're thong. Yeah, it doesn't matter whose thong it is, Rudy. You still have a thong on your head, bro. Well, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. exciting. They just thought it was a bandana. I used to jack off a lot when I was taking care of my grandparents. Oh. And, like, I would have to take... Like, I'd be... I'd be Soundbite! I'd, I'd, I'd be, like, jacking off. And then, like, I would hear my grandma, like, getting up out of her chair. And I had to put my, my dick back in my pants real quick. Yeah. And then be like, oh, man, like... I want to finish, but at the same time, like, if my grandma kills herself because <laughs> she, she eats dish soap or something, like, <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble. So, <laughs> what happened? There are a lot of moments where I'd be like, I'd be jacking off, and then, like, I got to, like, poke my head out of the, the bathroom real quick and just, like, is everything cool? And then, like, it's cool. And then I'd, like, go back and, like, finish. <laughs> where the doorbell would ring, and it'd be, like, a nurse, and be like, Ugh! you know, like, I'd, like, talk to my nurse and be like, yeah, my grandma's pooping regular, you know. So you answer all their questions. He's go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's eating. Yeah. You okay. Think, you would think. Actually, women would think. Well, wouldn't that kill your boner? It's like, yeah, for two seconds. Yeah, men, men are disgusting. I, sometimes I hate having a penis. Yeah. It's just like the worst. I'm not gonna get rid of it, but you know, it's a lot to deal with sometimes. It's a little overwhelming. It can be. I think that that show, uh, Big Mouth, the plays, the, the 
depicts how guys are when they go to puberty pretty well. Yeah. Have you seen that show, Big Mouth? Sweet Neck Crawl? Uh, yes. Uh, I've, I've seen like clips. I've, I haven't actually seen the show. Season two is really good. <coughs> but yeah, if you ever get a chance, maybe watch a little bit of it. I'm a loser. I need to watch like every show. Not every show, just a comedy one. Yeah, I don't watch like really much TV at all, dude. I'm like really behind. Like people are like, have you seen this? I'm like, nah, I don't know. I'm like, are you good? I'm like, probably not. I know. Like anime. I, uh, um, if people were like talking about hentai and they're like asking me, have you seen this hentai? I just got to be like, saw it the other day. Yeah, saw it. You lied to him? Saw it till I, no, I would tell him like, I watch all the hentai as soon as it gets made in English dub with subtitles. Uh, hentai, hentai is. Okay. That's what you like? Yeah, you so like the hentai? It's a little different. It's different. I remember when I first started watching porn, that was like what I found as a kid. And I was I was into it. Yeah. And it was like tentacles and all sorts of stuff and it was like real wild and then you know, like I don't think I could get into that as an adult. Like I don't like what I watch now. Like I don't like how it makes me feel but I think Marvel is what she did. Don't think how it makes you feel. She's very aggressive. And she's <laughs> That's Marvel's fault because I started off being a comic book nerd when I was like probably about 10 or 11, maybe 12. I started getting co- collecting comic cards and, and re- getting comic books. And all the women were super yeah. voluptuous. Oh, of course. They yeah. had their like perfect bodies, abs. You can see their abs through the costumes, yeah. ass cheeks. These Amazons, boobs. yeah. And I, and I was just like, damn, those chicks are hot. And then it kind of just, now that I'm older, I still. That explains something. Not a lot. Well, he has like a, he likes really fit women. Who? Me, he likes really fit women. Oh, like as in. Uh, abs, tight abs. Yeah. How does that work out for you? Because you're not in good shape. I mean, I don't I know. It work out very well. I do not get their information. Okay. Well, no, he used use me once. I, I, I didn't use you. I did not use you. Oh, my girlfriend. Uh, I'm doing workouts with her. Yeah. But where's your Twitter so I can get your workouts? <laughs> you know? Hey, I truly, <laughs> truly needed that information. And I have... Yeah. I love you, Rudy. Whatever. <laughs> oh, the two. I've always yeah, wanted. Those fit girls would prefer a guy who's a little chubby. They have no problem with that. I think, and I'm wrong probably, but I think women want to be the pretty one. In the relationship, right? Yeah. Like you got some pretty hair, Rudy, for sure. But mm-hmm. you know, like, I think women want to be like the one that's like, mm, I'm the. I am. Yeah, I'm the pretty one. <laughs> Are you saying that I'm like that? I'm the pretty one. I'm dumb dumb. <laughs> no, I think I think I think your girlfriend's the, you know you know the pretty one in the relationship. No, it's yeah. definitely the girls should always be the pretty one. Right. Guys will be more rugged and more manly. Little Unless little they need manly. someone to take care of them because yeah. they're not all up here. Yeah, because like. What's that supposed to mean? Don't look pretty. Oh no. Don't look pretty. No, even that. The guys are. I feel like women look at me and I feel like the first thought that they have is like, douchebag. Yeah, but that's okay. Women like douchebags. They do, but I don't like them, you know, like judging me off the way I look because I'm a douchebag. Yeah, you know everybody's I mean? going to judge everybody. 
No, they're going to, right? Especially the ones that are like probably the sexier ones are always going to be the judgier ones. Yeah. I never have the confidence to to hit on women at the gym. It's yeah, and that's not where they want it to be hit on. And you can just tell right away that it's like they're like in their own bubble. They want to get in and out, and they don't want to be disturbed. But at the same time, they're wearing outfits that just suck you in like a black hole in space because it's just like I can see your labia. Yeah, you know, yeah. while you're doing squats, and I don't know if it's my fault that I'm looking, but you put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, like, I'll take half responsibility for this. <laughs> like I could see your cervix, you know what I mean? Like, sister, you know what I mean? Like, God bless you, you know. But like, I'm pretty sure that sports ball was supposed to be under. Some look like they're ready to go out to the club, dude, and get some pesos thrown at them, bro. You know, but you know, God bless them. Dress however you want. You know? I always joke around with, with Lana at the gym and be like, okay, I can totally tell which ones are strippers during the day and here to work out. And, and I'll tell her like, look, just watch, just watch, just watch how they act when I drop a dollar. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, women want to look cute, and I get that. You know, they like they want to look hot and stuff. It's not yeah. The men, it's And it's just, it's just hard because it's like, what, like, why am I being judged so harshly when it's just like you, you make it nearly impossible to like not, you know, I get oogle, like there's like a limit, like there's like a hard limit, but it's like, I just stare. <laughs> like if you decided, if, if, if that's what you decided to do, like, I'm, I'm just going to stare at you like a creep. And, and I don't care if you catch me staring. <laughs> I came here to work out too. I came here to work out too. You know what I mean? Uh, and I'm not telling you to go home and change. I'm just saying. You're distracting. You're distracting. And I don't listen to music while I'm at the gym, so I'm just going to stare at you. Oh, man. Uh, sometimes it's not even uh, what you're wearing. There's guys that will stare at you regardless. Oh, no. And, you know, every. I look at every woman and I'm just like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like gross like that. Like I said. Having a dick is overwhelming. <laughs> but yeah, she could just be like, like wearing baggy stuff, and I'm like, either like she's like super hot, or she's like, oh, she looks so cute and sweet, and I just want to like cuddle yeah. her. <clears throat> it's it's weird. So it's like, yeah, you see a girl, and even though she's like covered up, you're like, oh, I wonder what she's covering up. It makes it almost draws you in more because like they look wholesome here. Like, and then you got the ones that are like completely just, <laughs> completely showing off everything. See, you yeah. just can't win at the gym. No, men are many filthy pigs. Because I'll be like, oh my god, she looks so cute and sweet. Uh, can't wait to turn her out, or you know, just just smell that. Or it's like, oh, she looks like I can like spend the rest of my life with her. You know. Well, I did have a. I was able to turn around and catch someone with a phone. <coughs> Filming you? <laughs> That's out of control. Were you talking about those Asians that one yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I was being paranoid. But I don't was, think they're anymore. They were just, they were I think pictures. they were like on, okay, <clears throat> when you take pictures. They were pointing. At a, a, <laughs> of a girl. Yeah, but they were like giggling off with themselves. Like they were like watching Instagram stories or something. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. 
That, that could be Dude. And that ruined her workout. I would have. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put past someone to like record. To be honest, because it's just mm-hmm. like there's there's. There's just guys yeah. that are on that level, dude, of, of, of creep. Yeah. Probably. I keep I keep it all just like I wish girls you know. would do that to guys though. I wish girls would just use guys and guys I wish we understood that level of creepiness. There's creepy women, it but it's just are. like women Those don't have to be creepy, bro. Happen that much. I just I, I wanna feel that. I wanna feel how creepy Go to a gay club. Oh you can just hang out with a stock. Go work at a gay club. Go go Maybe. work at a gay club in your underwear and you will learn really quick what it's like to be not what it's like to be a woman, but you'll get a taste of what it is to be catcalled and sexually harassed. <laughs> <laughs> Unwanted, uh, and you'll learn. What's it called? You should Unwanted, definitely go uh, to a gay club. You got the hair. Dude, g- gay yeah, men? Yeah, I really don't have the mannerisms at all. You don't have no, to. No, no, you're a bear. They, hey, guess what? They don't care about your personality at all, Rudy, because they're guys. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say anything, dude. You can just go there. And yeah, just, they'll just yeah. grab you by the hair and see how... Yeah, they're just going to be like, oh my god, I love your hair. Dude, if you take your shirt off at a gay club, dude, it's, a guy will come up and try to suck your nipples, dude. <laughs> gay guys have <laughs> have no chill, dude. I was selling shots at a gay club, bro. Yeah, I remember that. And, dude, I was, you know, you got to ham them up a little bit, you know? Uh-huh. You got to, like, push your own boundaries. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, if you want to sell shots, you can't be like, oh, get away from me. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to, I guess you got to play the part. You got to play the part. You know, you have your limits. You, you don't let yeah, them. Yeah, you're there for work. I'll hug them. I'll let him kiss me on the cheek. That's <laughs> more than I would let him do. But I'm not working. Right, but this one guy, dude, I came over because they, like, waved me over, and I'm like, okay, cool. Because, like, anytime you see a guy and he's just, like, lusting after you, you're like, okay, I'm going to make money off this mug. I'm going to make money off this fool. So you got to, ta- you know, you figure out after a while, like, okay, I'm going to stay arm's length away, and I'm just going to, like, kind of, like, be like, you, can, you do what you have to do, dude, because sometimes you can, like, get, like, 40 bucks out of a dude. <laughs> and the bar's full of guys, you know what I mean? A lot of them are like, four shots. <laughs> it's cheap, no, but I'm thinking like out of like like three transactions. Like if a shot costs a dollar oh, and they're gonna over tip you, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm talking about like this is like money that you're gonna make so no in like five there. minutes. Mm-hmm. If a dude tips me ten bucks, I'll give him a hug, dude. Oh, okay. Or something like that, or like so tw- twenty hug. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> they're, what they're they're not they don't really care that much about the shot because it tastes like shit. It's like the experience and it's this idea that you're projecting to them that like you're kind of available. But anyways, these guys, like I see these guys and they're like, dude, they look like they're blood hungry, dude. And, like, when I come over. You should see the animosity in them. Dude, cause I'm, and, I, and I walk over there and I'm like, hey, what's up guys? You guys want a shot? And they're like, ugh. You know, they like they immediately like crowd me. And they like see you as a platter. There's like this tall gay dude and there's like this real short gay dude. And he was like balding and stuff. Anyways, he like jumped on me right away and started, went, made a beeline to my nipple with his mouth. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tried to suck on the thing. I was like nursing, dude. Yeah. And I peeled him off, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was a little too much. Yeah, a little too much, and uh, then. Okay. Yeah. We'll wrap up with that one. With that story, we'll wrap up with the gay guy going towards your nipple. Yeah, man. Um. Let you know. Yeah, man, dude. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, yeah, man. I let you, man. You come out here whenever you want. You know that. Thanks, bro. Um, yeah, I got plenty of stories, dude. Yeah, I hope your leg gets better soon. I hope you get back on your feet. I hope we'll get you back on here after you know some shows and whatnot. We'll see what's going on in life, and <clears throat> I will see you at the open mics. I'll probably be um, there tomorrow. Monday. 
That's where I'll be. Yeah, I'll see you there. Um, all right, thanks everybody for watching, and uh, I'll see you guys next Sunday.